1: Welcome to the New Books Network. Hello, everyone. This is Maria Adizadeh. I'm your host from New Books Network, and today we are honored to have Dr. Mariam Ziai with us. Dr. Mariam Ziai is a lecturer at Victoria University in Melbourne, Australia, and she's here to talk to us about a new model she has developed for Australian pharmaceutical industry advanced manufacturing in pharmaceutical industry. And her research has recently garnered more attention due to the negative impacts of the pandemic and the global disruptions in supply chain in general. Dr. Mariam Ziai, thank you very much for accepting our invitation.
0: and Thank you for inviting me.
1: You're welcome. It's a pleasure to have you. Um, So to begin with, uh, tell us what drew you to this topic what made you interested in pharmaceutical supply chain and explain what this is
0: well as you might know an efficient healthcare system in any country depends on an efficient pharmaceutical supply chain to provide and supply medicines and vaccines so the pharmaceutical supply chain can be defined as a network of organizations that are involved in manufacturing and distribution of medicines and vaccines to patients, such as manufacturers, wholesalers, distributors, retailers, and hospital pharmacies. And um, one of the challenges of pharmaceutical supply chain is the issue of drug shortage uh, which can pose serious threats to uh, health and life of patients. Um, thus, the right medicines must reach the right patients at the right time in good condition to save lives. This issue highlights the key role that the pharmaceutical supply chain plays in healthcare system in each country. Um and interestingly, supply chain expenses account for about forty percent of healthcare costs. Um, yes, it is very high figure compared to other industries.
1: I'm I'm, sorry, I'm guessing that this relates to Australia. Am I right? This thirty-eight percent of healthcare costs.
0: Uh, No, it's a a general uh, account, yeah, but it might be um, similar in Australia as well. And um, so one way to cut such um, huge costs is uh, improving the efficiency of supply chain. So there are some problems here, like inadequate uh, coordination among supply chain partners in pharmaceutical industry and also non-deployment of the right supply chain optimization tools. Um, Therefore, adoption and implementation of innovative tools to optimize supply chain can result in improved productivity, reduce this huge cost and enhance responsiveness and resilience of supply chain. Um, and such improvement can lead to improved health care, better management of resources and patient satisfaction in general. Um, so I, you, yep.
1: Yeah, I'm sorry. So, um, so these optimization tools you're talking about, one of them is artificial intelligence that uh, you have discussed in your research. Am I right?
0: Yes. Uh, as you mentioned, the healthcare provide one of the um, l- one of the largest and fast growing data sets, um, s- uh, including um, clinical data and pharmaceutical supply chain data. But this um, nowadays we, they're using traditional statistical tools and techniques to um, to capture, manage and analyze this data. Uh, but this data is uh, is really huge, which, which is called big data. And traditional techniques cannot collect this data from various sources to reach meaningful decisions uh, to improve healthcare and supply chain performance.
1: So, I guess for big data, you need like really sophisticated tools and also, because it's not like an Excel sheet that you have a set of data.
0: Of and You course also need not.
1: experts.
0: Yep. Yeah. And... Um, this is kind of modern techniques that we call big data analytics. In the short term, short term, we can say BDA. Uh, it's helped organization to store, manage, and analyze uh, this huge data. And I chose the Australian pharmaceutical supply chain uh, for my research for several reasons. Um, we know that pharmaceutical supply chain directed, uh, directly affect patients' well being, but unfortunately, it lags behind other industries in uh, BD adoption and implementation. Um, and the expenditure of healthcare in Australia was more than 180 billion in 2017 18. Uh, which accounted for about 10% of GDP. And um, this marks a huge increase of more than 50% in the past 10 years. And unfortunately, it's projected to double by 2054-55. And for... Pharmaceutical industry is suffering from challenges here, uh, like uh, rising supply chain costs, drug shortages, and lack of coordination among uh, supply chain partners. And uh, despite the fact that they they generate a huge uh, amount of data um, they they are not able to um, capture and address uh, capture this data to address these challenges uh, because of lack of coordination between um and supply chain partners so the adoption of bda can address some of these challenges but um and, uh, but, but the literature and the research show that uh, Australian pharmaceutical supply chain is uh, is is remain unexplored compared to Europe and North America so i decide i've decided to conduct research in this area to be a help for this sector mm-hmm.
1: yeah i guess american companies are using big data analytics to some extent i mean more compared to other countries, and you mentioned some really staggering figures, numbers about Australia composing uh, Australia's healthcare being ten percent of GDP, which is quite huge. And uh, but it does have a decent health system because, and 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 also there is also an aging workforce. I guess that also highlights the significance of of medicine and healthcare, and also how to. Uh, reduce costs. I think that's something we'll touch upon as we go further. And uh, I, when, when you were talking about big data analytics, uh, you said that it lags behind other industries. So my understanding is that in other areas, maybe they're using this technology more than healthcare system. And there is a challenge, as you mentioned, with data in, health, in pharmaceutical healthcare system. I think one of them is uh, the issue of privacy. Am I right?
0: Uh, yes, but it, um, it depends on, the, in, this this data depends on the, um, like, um, inter, it, our internal data.
1: But, uh, so before you get into that, let's first ha- have an understanding of bi- what big data is, because it's a term that we all talk about, but we don't know what it is. We hear that term a lot, big data analytics, big data, big data. So, We'll talk about the kind of data in pharmaceutical supply chain. But before that, maybe you can tell us uh, what is big data and um, this big data analytics. Has it been used in healthcare or pharmaceutical system? Uh,
0: that's a good question. Yes. Um, generally, big data is defined as five words, which uh, starts with we. Uh, including volume, which means the uh, massive amount of available data, velocity uh, means the speed or frequency of data generation, um, variety means the um, generation, the data um, data generation from various sources and formats. Uh, Value means the importance of achieving economic benefits from data. And finally, veracity means uh, the quality of data. So, thanks to technology, uh, nowadays we have different types of data, including text, images, audios, videos, in different formats, uh, which can be structured, semi-structured, and unstructured. And, and, and um, interestingly, more than... of data is unstructured data and difficult to analyze with traditional statistical tools uh, to to get meaningful decisions. So modern technology and techniques in the form of big data analytics can help us in this regard. In reality, BDA encompasses two technical areas which are combined. The first is the existence of available data. And the second is the area of analytics, which refers to different analytical tools, such as statistics, predictive uh, analytics, data mining, and artificial intelligence, Uh, that are needed to analyze uh, this big data. And BDA can create an integrated database for all pharmaceutical supply chain partners to access real-time data about medicine usage and uh, stock level across the whole uh, supply chain to create predictive demand forecasting models. Um, but it's good to know that um, in healthcare system we can we have two types of data: um, internal data and external data. Internal data is in in hospital, like clinical data, doctors' prescriptions, medical images like CT scan. Um, results or MRI result, uh, laboratory records, drug store documents, and insurance files. But external data that my research is uh, my research um, is trying to focus on is um, is generated across the whole supply chain from supplier, manufacturer, distributors, and pharmacists or retailers. Um, which are responsible to supply and distribution of vaccines and medicines uh, to patients. Um, And um, BD has been recently used, as you mentioned, in some uh, countries, like uh, in America. Uh, For instance, Pfizer uh, used big data in uh, some clinical trials to uh, develop some um, new medicines. And also AstraZeneca uh, used this uh, big data huh. during this um, different phase of drug development and approval processes, which could take uh, – a couple of years, a massive amount of data is generated through patient feedback or the tracking of disease over time. And this data provide a valuable source for pharmaceutical manufacturers um, and also healthcare decision makers to improve the care quality and provide new medicines um, to save lives, uh, but the use of BDA in pharmaceutical supply chain is underexplored. Uh, therefore, I investigate the BDA application across the supply chain entities, um, which is really novel, and I think it's the, it's the first of its kind. Thank you. that was
1: uh, good to know about like external and uh, well, because we tend to think of pharmaceutical data as only internal doctors, but there is also another side of it which is the manufacturers and supply chain as you mentioned. And uh, when you you were talking about this, you mentioned something about drug shortage, which I think has been, has, has been exacerbated in the past two years because of COVID-19. So, uh, and that's something you have done in your research as well. So, tell us about drug shortages and the challenges it poses. Why why do we have drug shortages? How, how can we address it?
0: Uh, yeah, thank you for this interesting question. Um, drug shortage has been an ongoing issue in Australia and most of the world. Um, for instance, there are currently... Uh, 270 medicines in shortage in Australia, and as you mentioned, uh, is even worse due to COVID-19 pandemic. And Australia's pharmaceutical supply chain is highly fragmented, and data sharing among supply chain partners like uh, manufacturer, wholesalers, and pharmacies is poor. So um, Uh, manufacturers uh, don't have any visibility over pharmacies' data and their stock level. Um, As a a result, they can't um, have accurate demand forecasting to plan for uh, production of medicine. Uh, Another reason can be... um, Another reason is that Australia is a small market for pharmaceutical manufacturers uh, who are mostly located outside Australia. And these domestic uh, suppliers generally keep a low stock due to short expiry dates and profit margins. And unfortunately... Um, The statistics shows that uh, one-third of alternative measures to address drug shortages have adverse effects on patients, uh, such as side effects due to change of drug routine administration or alternative medicines or longer um, recovery time, or longer stays in hospital. And all of these increased healthcare costs in Australia. And and, and I understand that
1: when you did the research, you collaborated with a lot of uh, both Australian and also multinational pharmaceutical companies in Australia. But tell us how you collected your data and how you built that model that you propose?
0: Yeah, it was a qualitative research and I tried to capture a holistic view of the Australian pharmaceutical supply chain to investigate their readiness for BDA adoption. Um, So I realized with senior managers of 15 key organizations in Uh, Australian pharmaceutical supply chain, including five Australian or multinational manufacturers like Febra, GSK, Roche, MSD, and Baxter, and are also connected with five wholesalers and distributors and five uh, public hospital pharmacies to present a comprehensive picture of their supply chain activities in a real-world context. Um, to adopt BDA, these organizations need to know what factors motivate or hinder them for innovation adoption. So I classified the determinants of BDA adoption in pharmaceutical supply chain under three main categories like uh, technological, organizational, and Environmental factors or context, um, which provide a full understanding of what resources and capabilities these uh, pharmaceutical manufacturer, wholesaler, and pharmacies have or require to um, to get and what barriers they are likely to face if they go on uh, to adopt and implement BDA.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, uh, and I understand that this is... Uh, so, so you actually got data from practical industry. You went to the industry to talk to them. You investigated their processes. And the model that you've built, uh, what I read is that it's quite... Detailed and you provide a series of steps, and you analyze many things. For example, you analyze you analyze the mother from perspective of technology, human resource, leadership, and you provide uh, insights as how they can adopt it. So let's talk about pharmaceutical manufacturing, which is the most important part. Uh, how does big data specifically helps them uh, to improve their operations and also to you know, respond to unprecedented events or unforeseen events, such as a shortage or pandemic or an outbreak of a disease.
0: Uh, thank you for asking this question. Um, we can um, Actually, supply chain activities can be divided into five major processes. Uh, including demand planning, sourcing of materials, production, distribution, and return of products. And in my research, I investigate the impact of BDA adoption on each supply chain process. And um, the results show that for demand planning, uh, BDA can enable supply chain entities especially manufacturers, to have improved visibility over the whole supply chain and also the market. So it enables them to monitor consumption and the usage of uh, medicines and the demand rate in real time and make accurate demand forecasts, which can reduce recurring drug shortages in Australia. Um, the, the second process of supply chain is sourcing materials. And um, according to my research, BDA can help pharmaceutical entities to source and manage their stocks more effectively. And this can likely address the drug demand at hospitals and respond to uh, an activity. Unanticipated uh, disruption like drug shortages. Um, in addition, with the help of BDA, organizations can evaluate and measure the performance of their supply chain and the suppliers and analyze their suppliers' performance based on um, main criteria like uh, delivery punctuality quality and cost. And the second pro- the, the third process is a production of um, medicines and vaccines. And BDA can assist assist organizations in their production planning and inventory planning and management as well. Um, the analysis of real-time data has been used to develop a model for uh, energy management systems in manufacturing environments and can reduce both emission and production costs. And as for distribution of products and um, Medicines, BDA can yield information about suitable geographical locations and target audience for medicines and vaccines, and also it can save costs through improving decisions making uh, about delivery modes and geographic location of patients or hospital pharmacies. And the last one is return of product. And the application of BDA can be effective uh, for identifying drugs that are about to be obsolete or, uh, to, and we can identify areas uh, where these drugs might be in higher demand. And this can improve inventory management by minimizing stock um, um, wastage and also related costs.
1: Mm -hmm. So basically, with BDA, you're creating, you're connecting all these partners together, and um, and it improves data sharing among them, which gives them more visibility. Is that is that? The right way of this, summarizing it,
0: and that's right.
1: Yeah, thank you. Uh, let's see, so, but so that sounds great there. But what is it that stops pharmaceutical organizations or manufacturers from adopting uh, this BDA? So, what are some problems in BDA, especially in Australia's healthcare and pharmaceutical system? Why are they lagging behind?
0: Uh, okay, as I mentioned earlier, insufficient data sharing among the partners in pharmaceutical supply chain can lead to inaccurate demand forecasting and drug shortages. That's, so what,
1: what is uh, demand forecasting? It's Is it they try to predict how many items they need in the future? So it's based on the data, right?
0: Yeah, that's right. We can predict... Um, um, how many or how much uh, products we need to be produce we need to produce uh, in order to satisfy uh, our customers' mm. needs. Yeah. Um. the The other reason is uh, pharmaceutical entities need a combination of IT infrastructure and skilled human resources. Who are proficient in domain uh, in domain knowledge such as supply chain management and healthcare or um, data analytics, and Australian pharmaceutical manufacturers have high level of technical maturity. However, it's the opposite in um, hospital pharmacies and they, they, they lag behind uh, other industries in this regard. Um, also, top management support is uh, is another important factor for BDA adoption. And implementation of BDA requires a considerable amount of investment for upgrading the IT system and also um employing uh, stat, um, scientific or analytical uh, professionals and also holding uh, training programs for uh, current employees. And without the sub, uh, support of top management, BD adoption is uh, unattainable. So um, as my as. Uh, as my research shows, hospital pharmacies are the uh, are government funded, so which makes them um, like service quality, um, and so it, it it makes them to focus on their service quality. So there is no willingness to uh, invest in BDA adoption. Uh, last but not least. Um, Pharmaceutical healthcare industry is highly regulated, and this rigid regulatory framework uh, pose, uh, poses a challenge to BDA adoption.
1: Yeah, I I think in, in in America the healthcare system is more or less private. There is some funding by the government, but I guess it's more or less private. But I know that in Australia they have this. Good insurance scheme. And that's, as you mentioned, might be might be the reason that they're still lagging behind and adopting uh, BD analytics. But uh, from what you have told me, uh, it sounds like this model is not necessarily restricted only to pharmaceutical manufacturing. We can adopt it in other industries as well. Uh, am I right to assume that it's it's applicable in other areas as well, other industries, or maybe in other countries too?
0: Uh, yes, definitely. This model is applicable in other manufacturing industries um, because BDA is still a new phenomenon and um, need to be explored. So I've developed a strategic model for BDA adoption and this model enables manufacturers to make Precise demand prediction uh, and make real time informed decisions and to create accurate production plans and optimize their manufacturing processes to avoid um, either product shortage or oversupply. So, this model helps manufacturers to save costs, improve operational efficiency and performance and uh, increase their productivity and uh, boost their benefits. And uh, they can also expedite the, the development and launch of new products and increase their global competitiveness. So I at, at the end, I provide some recommendations and action plans for industry and government agencies, uh, which help them to move towards artificial intelligence and big data analytics adoption.
1: Um, I think what we just discussed was simply scratching the surface. So the, uh, the research itself is quite detailed and there are lots of action points that can be adopted. Dr. Mariam Zai, thank you very much for this conversation.
0: Thank you for your invitation.